This episode of The Blur Mob contains explicit language. While we want everyone to enjoy the show, sometimes we may say things that are not appropriate for all ages. So, in other words, mom, dad, granny, we cussing. Discretion is advised. King G. Grossite ENT. <laughs> Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Let me, let me pop my shit. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pop my shit. Hands up. What's up, y'all? And welcome to the Blurred Mob, your hub for all things black and nerdy. I am your host, Foot, joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan and Ralph. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get updates from the mob. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, and turn on those bell notifications so that you can get future updates for other videos. All right, all right. So, Ryan has been wanting to talk about this for a while. So, let's go ahead and talk about Vox Machina. I'm going to just go ahead and jump in it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and jump in it because the man been... Portia, we gonna talk about Vox Machina? We gonna talk about Vox Machina? I just feel like we should talk about Vox Machina. I've never and I watched like, it. I said it wrong the last time. I think you should. I think you should, though. I think, one, if if you like to play Dungeons and Dragons, it's nice to have see it animated. I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons, I but I do like the show. I I like the show as it animated Mm. and then the level on top of it with the characters are voicing the characters that they created to complete the quest i think that's the very unique part of this show and it's in the way that they act out the choices that they make the characters that they created it just really makes it fun to watch okay it's like what it's two things i really like about it Cause I played Dungeons and Dragons like routinely with my roommate and some friends, and I even played it a few times back in high school. Mm-hmm. The theater brought to life and done right is really beautiful. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, I could see my dungeon master setting up a mission like this. Who's my roommate, right? And then two, I also like it because have y'all noticed there's been like a nice wave of mature cartoons, like adult, like cartoons mm-hmm. geared yeah. towards adults, like. It used to be when yes. we had like what Family Guy, American Dad, Futurama, and uh, what's the other one, Simpsons. Now we got Rick and That's Morty, which point. every we got Rick and Morty that everybody loves, Invincible, which was a hit, and now we got Vox Machina. Mm-hmm. If you like those type of cartoons, I say get into it. I love it. I love it. I okay. I want to hop on that point that where you were talking about cartoons expanding, because the three that you listed are like adult cartoons, but they're more set in humor. Mm-hmm. Here are mature cartoons that actually have a storyline, art type. They're real serious things that you would see in like movies or like what you used to see in like movies and live action shows. You're starting to get in animated series. Exactly. Okay. And- so it's really, it's, I guess it's something to where as an adult, there's it's I guess it's just the next level of animation for you to watch because we could watch Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Laboratory and Eddie, and Eddie all day, yeah. but look at these more mature cartoons that are growing with me that even though I'm 
25 years old, um, I can still watch cartoons and they're geared towards to my things, my maturity, I guess. And they do a good job of really tackling mature themes. Like when I even forgot to mention, like, you know, we talked about Arcane. I feel like Arcane does a really great job at tackling mature themes and like the stuff that goes on in the mental, the emotional and all that, that kids, if they was watching it, they wouldn't be able to pick up on it. But as we grow up and we mature, we can relate to more of the characters and the things that arise. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I would definitely check it out, Ralph. Um, the first nine episodes are out. They're about 25 minute episodes. So I feel like if you wanted to sit down for a couple hours, you could binge watch and mm-hmm. get caught up pretty fast. And they do three episodes the every Friday. Yeah. The thing, I pulled something, for this show specifically, I pulled something out of Ryan's book to where envisioning myself in the world, like, if I had to be a character in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what made the show a bit more enjoyable for me. Because I was like, I can see myself doing that. (laughs) Or I can see myself doing that. Or I can see myself living here, being that type of person. So, And I guess that just goes back into the whole Dungeons and Dragons thing to begin with. Yeah. Gonna, it's a real fun watch. Gonna jump on yeah, our Dungeons probably. and Dragons campaign, food. <laughs> I got too. I I have too much going on. Okay. Catch me in the summer. Okay. I already told y'all this. I said catch me in the summer when I'm at least not in school. Okay. Okay, we got you. We and got then you. the school slot. The school slot can be the D and D slot. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. I know you're gonna keep it in mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but. but, but Y'all know I have to throw an oddball into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so my roommate was watching a TikTok, and the TikTok was some lemon pepper wing candle wax, like the wax that you just burn and it whip off the scent. So he was like, I would want one, but I would want a buffalo wing. And I was like, if I come home, and it smells like buffalo wings in my apartment, and it's a candle, and you're not cooking no chicken, you have to pack your bag. You get it out of here. So he took it to the next level. He said, what if I bought a seafood boiled candle? And I was like, what the fuck? Have the house smelling like so here's my question. I would know. So I'm talking about fresh seafood boiled, like they just finished it. So my question for you guys, because I just thought this was hilarious, how we were playing the scenario so ralph say your girl invited you over ryan the girl that you're talking to or some girl that you you know you interested in invites you over and you walk in and it smells like seafood and you was like ah you made me a seafood boil or you you cook something up and she was like nah that's my seafood boil candle i'll be angry what are you doing I'm going to be upset. Like, like, why would you play with my f- emotions like that? Like, that's 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 hurtful. Like, that's <laughs> I'm a, I'm like, a walking ass black man. I, so like, I smell real good right now. You got right, some food cooking? She, right, like, do you hate she me? she tell you it's a seafood boiled candle? I'm going to say, why would you attack shit. me like that? <laughs> why would you attack my character like that? Like, what did I do to you? That's what so I that was. That was my thing. I was like, what about me that you looked at me and thought, let me light up this seafood bowl candle. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be upset. I'll be upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be upset. 
you got me up in here mouth watering, thinking I'm finna get me some crab legs, some crawfish, and some sausage. She ain't got nothing. She ain't got nothing on the stove. What the house smell like? A seafood bag. Mm mm. Red flagger. That that candle gotta go. Nah, you gonna walk in? She gonna light that seafood candle. It's gonna be a hot dog sitting on the table. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna look at her and be like, "This better be the best damn hot dog I ever had." For this smelling. I'm gonna throw up. I walk in the house and you lit a seafood board cannon's hot dog on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. But I was like, "That's wow." So. The only thing he saw was the lemon pepper wing candle. Mm. But I was like, y'all are getting out of hand with these food candles because I know they do desserts. Mm. There are candles that are named after desserts. Like you'll get apple pie, Coffee, cinnamon cake, mm-hmm. something like that. But I was like, I don't like food candles. When I buy candles, I buy scents like Hawaiian Breeze or Lavender or some... Some along that nature, but I'm not out here buying no cupcake candle, lemon cake. I'm not buying that. So the funny thing is, if you look at um, like I paid a lot of attention to fragrances. You at first for a good minute, a lot of people go for fresher fragrances, like citrus notes and all of that, and sometimes woody notes has always been popular. But now you see a lot mm-hmm. of gourmand fragrances, which are basically fragrances that try to imitate food, like toffee, coffee, hazelnut, and all that good stuff. And they do smell good, but if it start getting they, to the point where you're doing would, chicken and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like that's taking that's taking it to the extreme, right? So you got chicken wings. So first of all, I'm gonna be pissed anyway. I walk in my apartment and smell like chicken, and you ain't got none, right? What are right. we doing? And my other thing is, is that you decided to freshen your house with lemon pepper wings. <laughs> Imagine, imagine if she got buffalo hot. Like you, you want my nose burning? That's what Man, I'm your saying. Your gonna be burning, boy. Right. <laughs> Going back to the seafood boil one, she get one with extra seasoning. You come in that whole coffin. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> Look, she put on some mango habanero. Be like, you know, it's sweet and spicy. Girl, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I just wanted to get y'all opinion because I was crying, laughing. Planning out that scenario of me being invited over by some girl. She telling me how she didn't clean up, mop the flows, all this other stuff. She got talking about this sparkling. And I walk in and her apartment smell like a seafood boil and it's a candle. Red flagger. Red flagger. I'm walking out. I'm leaving. Because what? Red flagger. What about me just scream seafood boil candle? Right. Now, since we kind of on this little topic of, of foods turning into candles, how about the sweets that's actually getting turned into like condiments and stuff like that, or like ice creams. How do y'all feel about that? Like, is the, isn't there like when another they start butter, doing that. Isn't there like another better ice cream or something like that? No? Oh. Yeah. So, my roommate had the nutter butter ice cream. He said it tastes like cheap ice cream. <laughs> so, you know how cheap ice cream kind of sounds scratchy yeah. at the top? It's it's that kind. It's the cheap. He said it was okay, but it's the cheap oh, it's ice not, cream. Oh, it's not all that. Now, so I didn't try it because I don't like Nutter Butters mm-hmm. to begin with. And the aisle that they had all the ice creams on, the only one they had left was the oatmeal cream pie. And I would have tried that one had 
the top not already been open on it. Somebody was trying to I thought to we stopped. One, I just thought we stopped doing it. I thought there was a whole thing about y'all opening these ice cream containers and doing stuff with it. Oh, that was yeah, a few years back that. when they was licking ice cream for no reason. Yes. I I thought they stopped doing that, but apparently somebody opened it. I forgot that. So I I didn't get <laughs> to try any little. I, I didn't get to cream. try any. I didn't get to try any little Debbie ice cream because somebody mm-hmm. decided to open the oatmeal cream pot one. That is- I, I but I heard it's, I heard it's cheap ice cream. I, I haven't heard tried it yet. I just been seeing a lot of folks, you know, talking about that stuff. So I want to bring it up to y'all. I did. I seen people like on Instagram and stuff. They bought one. They was like, "Oh my god, this is so good." Mm-hmm. My roommate said it's cheap ice cream. I'd rather just go to Dairy Queen and get like a Snickers Blizzard or Eminem Blizzard or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Me personally. Honestly. Mm. How have you guys been doing on your on your February list so far? I'm finna outrun. I'm outing them. I'm, I'm outing them. I'm leaving. Bye y'all. I'm outing them. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Ryan, y'all, Ryan is winning. I want to put this out here. Ryan is winning the impulse war. I ain't bought nothing yet. Ryan, he's winning. I won't tell you what he bought, but he's winning. I, I mean, I, it's I, isn't it right behind him? So, so, no. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. You close, but that's not it. The five others that have not been released yet, I, you know, packed turn season. I came up on some money, and I said, you know what? They don't sell on Amazon. I I, I just, I just, I just had to buy them, you know. He winning. He winning. Ryan is winning the war. Cause, cause, look, this is ghetto, bro. Like, I got one, two, three, eight, and nine. Cause they was on sale, and it's like, I need four, five, six, seven. I can't. I, 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 it, it, it just don't look right. Is it ghetto? Is it, is it ghetto? Is or is that your justification for my, right? For I feel like it's a solid fifty-fifty. It's not. Nah, it seems like you're justifying <laughs> your reasoning. You're trying to make I, an excuse. That's my what it sounds. That's what it sounds like to me, bro. <laughs> my bills. I hear excuses. <laughs> my bills paid. That's what matters. Okay. No okay. Me. But Ryan went in the war, y'all. And once again, we're back in February. So, Black Hero of the Week. Yes, sir. We're doing week three and week four in this episode. So, week three belongs to Ryan. Week four belongs to me. So I'll let you take it, big dog. All right, you guys. I don't know if this sounds cliche or not, but I was thinking that because this is my Black Hero of the Month, my Black Hero of the Week. I got to give it to T'Challa himself. I had to force it out. The Black Panther, because I didn't know anything about Black Panther until the movie came out. I'm going to be so for real with y'all. Like the few times he was featured, like what was that Marvel movie that he came in for a little bit? Civil War. When he was in Civil War, I was like, who the hell is a Black Panther? I ain't never heard of Black Panther. I grew Not up on. Who the D- hell is a Black Panther? <laughs> Listen, I just gotta be real. I gotta be real. I we grew need up you on to Batman. go back to history. I grew up on he Batman. Said, who the hell is a Black Panther? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I saw Black Panther. I'm like the Black Panthers. Like damn, who's this guy? But like, see, I, now you being ignorant. I, that's what I thought. Like, I didn't know. I wasn't familiar with most of Marvel characters. Like, Marvel has done a great job of introducing new heroes that probably weren't the most popular but black panther for me that was a whole wave like one great like my biggest memory of black panther is the fact that when it got announced it's like all black cast a lot of african tribes actually being featured in the movie representing their heritage and their culture and i went all of us went to Mm -hmm. an hbcu 
And when I say... And don't forget it was a black director yeah. as well. Exactly. It was full black cast, all of that. Like, they really invested in that movie, bro. And when I say for us, we went in like a group of, what, 20 people? I still got the picture. It was a lot of us. It was like a group was of a 20 of people just for us who all said, we're going. And then the entire room was filled with everybody else from our HBCUs. They got on different clothing, their cosplaying. They got on like different African garb um, based on different cultural um, significance. And I think I worded that cor- incorrectly. But they were dressed up. They was enjoying the movie. And I was like, bro, like this movie... This movie really did something like a lot of black people was able to relate to it and finally be mm-hmm. able to say, like, we have a black hero, black cast, great black. He was a great actor. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> and it was just phenomenal. That is my black hero, bro, because yeah. he set a wave. He really set a trend. And I want to see more movies like that. Yeah, I guess. For. Us, I would say Black, black Panther was a big hit. I'm not going to down it. But, um, let's not forget about Blade. You're right. With Wesley Snipes in the 90s. You're right. But I would, but I'm going to put it like this, because I think this is what Ryan is trying to get across. When the MCU started being big, Mm -hmm. the MCU kicked off more people going to see superhero movies. Yeah. And at the same time, we were getting some bomb ass superhero movies coming from the MCU. So to get Black Panther in the MCU and something so big cuz the MCU had been going on for like just a few eight years. Good yeah. 8 years cuz Iron Man came out in 2008, Black Panther came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. So they were going for a good 8 years strong and to have a solo black superhero film and Black Panther at that People came out to see that. There are people who ain't even like and Marvel movies that went out to see Black Panther because it's, it's some, a black hero and a black It was head. people who yeah. didn't even... It was people who weren't even watching Marvel movies that saw Black Panther and went to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And went to go see it. It's, it's so many Easter eggs in Black Panther that you could catch if you were to watch previous Marvel movies. But... You just have people going in there for the enjoyment of the film. Exactly. So I, Black Panther coming on the big screen is, that was a win um, for black superhero characters in Marvel. And I don't think it's cliche if you pick it. Bet. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, again, that's your pick, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, what Ralph said, but I would say that you would be one of many who chose Black Panther to be their favorite black superhero just because of the movie. Because we don't see a lot of black superheroes on the big screen getting their time to shine. Exactly. I would say for the MCU that the black characters that we do see are sidekick characters. Falcon, true enough, Sam Wilson is now Captain America, but when he was first introduced, he was basically a Captain America sidekick. Yeah. Don Cheadle playing um Iron Patriot. I think that's right. Iron Man's um, um friend. His his yeah, best yeah, friend. Yeah, he was yeah. being Iron Man's best friend. Even with uh Captain Marvel, she had her black best friend. So Seeing a movie of a solo black superhero that's not 
somebody's best friend, like this is my best friend or whatever. I thought it was different. I thought it was cool to see. What's a great black antagonist too? Killmonger was I I like what he stood for. I will give you that. I don't think Killmonger was that great. Hmm. That could be another conversation. I I under I understand. I understand his point of view that y'all been living here in this city while all of your people on the outside have been suffering for all these years. Y'all got this advanced technology that y'all ain't sharing it with nobody. I felt him on, on that, but him as a character as a whole, I did not enjoy Killmonger. Mm. Okay. Okay. I but I would say that his performance didn't take away from the movie. I just wasn't a big fan. So who's your black hero of the week? Oh, you ain't gotta do that just because <laughs> I said I don't like Killmonger. <laughs> but my my black hero of the week for week four is Cyborg. So depending on when you got into DC, you would have been introduced to Cyborg in two different ways. If you're like me, you got introduced to Cyborg with the Teen Titans. Yeah. Or you could have got introduced to Cyborg when he was in the Justice League. The Cyborg that I prefer is the one that got introduced with the Teen Titans. He's originally a member of the Teen Titans um, going back to the 1980s, the new Teen Titans comics. Um. The thing that I like about Cyborg, I guess, is his sh- struggles as a character. Because it's not just, I guess when he was in the Teen Titans, everybody had something that they were struggling with. But I guess, one, he was dealing with the struggles of being a black man in society. So you guys already know how that goes. But on top of that, he's dealing with being a half man, half robot. Right. And one of his biggest things was that Cyborg, a.k.a. Victor Stone, before he turned into Cyborg, he was an athlete. When he became Cyborg, they even show this in the um, the Teen Titans cartoon when they first united, that they would not let him compete because now he had all of these cybernetic parts, that it wasn't fair for him to play football or to compete because now he had these enhancements. Yeah. So... The only thing that he found enjoyment in was now being taken away because he was turned. One, he was turned into something that he got turned into under his will. So that's one of the origin story things from Cyborg is that he has a couple different origins. Um, The one from the 1980s was that his parents were scientists. An experiment had gone wrong and. His mother died and like half of his body got blown off. And in an attempt to save him, his father put the cybernetic parts on him to keep him alive. So that that turned into his beef with his dad. Because it's like, you turned me into this monster and I can't play sports. Everybody's looking at me weird and all this other stuff. But I just... That's my boy. Cyborg is my boy. And I guess the other cool thing is that if you watch the cartoon, how he's a bit more goofy with like his booyah 
and all like that. Booyah! In the comic book, <laughs> <laughs> in the comic book, he wasn't that goofy. He he had he said some funny stuff, but he was a bit more serious character. And that's what they're trying to do that with his um his stick in the Justice League, trying to make him a bit um more serious. But I I like the the joking cyborg, the one that we see in the cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I think what I like about the one in the cartoons is that they still keep the fact that he's extremely smart. He can hack into any type of technology. He can transform. You guys already seen where he transformed his hand into the the sonic cannon. Yeah. So he's he's a silly guy, but he's also like extremely smart. And I think some um I know the the comic books and the Teen Titans cartoon did it. Everybody knows Teen Titans Go is trying to make everybody silly. So you don't really see him being showing his intelligent side. But with the Justice League, with him being more serious, they are tapping into more that like he's a he's basically a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. So Cyborg has touched the live uh the big screen a couple times. Justice League. Well, Big screen once, Justice League, TV show-wise, he was in Smallville, but he wasn't, like, full. He didn't have, like, the cybernetic thing going on. And if you watch the Doom Patrol show um, on HBO Max, he's in there as well. Which I'm still kind of peeved off about of why they didn't put him in Titans. Because his origin is Teen Titans, but whatever. It'll be a... Okay. So that is my black superhero of the week. I want to make sure Cyborg gets his love. That's that's a good pick, though, sir. Teen Titans was one of my favorite cartoons, so shout out to Cyborg. Yeah, I did. Uh, he Teen wasn't. Titans. Given enough, he's not my favorite character from Teen Titans, but I would say that he wasn't a character that was like. Because they had an arc where it was centered on Cyborg. You remember he went to the other Teen Titans for like that Brother Blood arc. Oh yeah, and he was yeah. dating um Bumblebee. I was I it was Teen Titans West he was helping out. So I would say when he did get his solo episodes, it did not take away from the show at all. I like watching Cyborg. Okay. So I like it, I like it. Hey though. Now that we got our black heroes, I want to talk to y'all about something, bro. We talked about GTA in like an episode before. And we called it. And GTA 6 got announced. GTA 6 got announced. They ain't said nothing else aside from the fact that we working on it. We working on it. And I just want to know, like, every time we talk about GTA, well, like, every time I talk about GTA with friends, where do y'all want to see it located? Being that they done done Miami, they done San Francisco, they did LA, they did New York City. Where y'all trying to see GTA take place in GTA 6? Especially knowing that it's going to be on next gen. And GTA 5 is huge. But that's a 360 PS3 game, and it's just made its way through the generations. Where do y'all want to see GTA 6 take place, bro? I was thinking the South because they've done West Coast. They've done East Coast. I was thinking somewhere in the South, maybe New Orleans, just because of the history in New Orleans and it being a tourist attraction or whatever. You You could play with a lot of elements with that. Um, my, and I was thinking maybe the way how they did Mafia 3, because Mafia 3 was in the South. I think it was Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That Mafia 3 was in Louisiana. 
So you want to take the back, back in that, the day, New Orleans, or like modern New Orleans? No, 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 no. What I was, this is what I was about to get at, is that my only concern is if they do the South, is how they portray the culture. Yeah. Because Mafia 3 was back in the day of... I think it was like 70s? 70s, 60s. So y- y'all know what was going down in the 70s yeah. and the 60s in the South. So portraying that, they did a, they portrayed it, but let's, now we're moving into the modern era and given everything that's going on in society now, how do you appropriately put that in a game? Given Grand Theft Auto's nature, how do you design that in a game without being overly offensive? The funny thing is, I could see that. And if they was willing, if they were willing to risk that, because talking about topics like that, you have no choice but to offend somebody. GTA offends people all the time, and it's one of the most blocked games. I, that's that's what I said. That's why I said overly yeah. offensive. Like you, you ever like see something, and it was, it's like whoa, right. red flag, red flag, <laughs> hit the buzzer, hit the buzzer, <laughs> cut it off. That's what I'm saying. Like, because the past GCA games have done some stuff that was like, "Mm, I don't think you should have said that, or I don't think you would have did that. But I'm talking about stuff that as immediately as happened, it's like, y'all did what in the GTA 6 game? Right. That's, That's what I'm saying. And I know, like, depending on who's designing the game, but we've seen people try to do urban and modern stuff and it comes off extremely offensive even though their intentions were not to be offensive it happens yeah it does it it'll be a, it'll be one of those things where it's like they're definitely going to have to have people who have experienced the culture out there and depending on like what what parts of recent history they want to put into the game probably even people who were probably overly affected by it and from both sides of the spectrum as well to get like a more balanced, I guess, story and image of what's been going on. But it'll, it'll, it'll be delicate. I'm glad you brought up, I'm glad you brought up the time period because I believe one of the GTA games were say, set in the eighties, even though it didn't release in the eighties. One of the GTA games were set in the eighties. I want to say it's either GTA three or it was Vice City. Hmm. I don't, I don't remember. Vice, I, I couldn't play I don't GTA think it was back then. Then it might have been three. So, Ralph, where are you trying to see it at? That's. Uh, I would say I have to see it in Washington D.C. Honestly, no, it was Vice. It was Vice City. It was. It's Vice City. Vice City is set in a nineteen eighty six. That was Miami, right? Fictional Vice City. Yeah. Yeah. So in nineteen eighty six, Miami. Okay. Now they could do that. They could take us back in time again. Yeah. But my bad, time. Ralph. I didn't mean to. Um, Are you good? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Are you good? Um, I was gonna say, uh, the place I would like to see it in would be Washington D.C. The main reason because like you have a lot of government facilities in and around Washington, D.C., even if they just want to branch out and go to, like, smaller surrounding areas around Washington, D.C., or, mm-hmm. like, other little cities and stuff, I feel like that would be fairly easy to kind of, like, do an expansion thing, kind of like how, um, what, the, like, the division has, like, expansions to, like, other areas and stuff that you can explore. Um, 
Ghost of Tsushima just added new areas and stuff that you can explore. I can, like, see them doing a play like that. So it's like, okay, you mm-hmm. get, like, one city and then, like, each update or, like, each patch that we add, like, major update, we'll get, like, an extra city added in that's around that area. So I could see a lot of play on, like, them having missions at the White House, them, like, you know, doing CSI, FBI government stuff, things like that all mm-hmm. coming together, so. And they could attach Baltimore to it as well with all the culture out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, they could just attach Maryland as a whole. Mm-hmm. If they Maryland, if they wanted to do the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, mm-hmm. they could they could start with that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I'll- but I like Ralph's point because even in GTA 5, you remember the story had got to a point where they were doing missions for the government. They called them, they weren't the FBI. They were something, yeah, they something named them else. something else. Mary but you Weather? remember they started doing it was like that no red. that's the private military oh yeah yeah they were working for the fb something the f something but they you remember they started doing missions for the government mm-hmm. yeah so they could they could go that route if they wanted to but now we're smack dab in the middle of all the government facilities yeah. i would like to if they did do dc because i think that would be interesting probably integrate some more technical stuff like say if they do like some nsa focused stuff being that like smart tech and everything is such a big thing now and hacking and all of that i would love to see that integrated into the story i was thinking that too if they wanted to do like a watchdogs route yeah something similar that maybe it's a tech guy or if they wanted to do it where you play multiple characters again and one of the guys just a big computer tech guy Mm. and if you switch to him one of his missions is to hack into the the White House computer or something like that. Now, I would say, like, having multiple characters in GTA to, like, play as, that definitely made the game more enjoyable. It actually it did. did. And the fact that everybody's storylines, though, starting off separate, all kind of once became one, yeah. that right. was one straight storyline. Hmm. Okay. I like Ralph's idea. I could, I could honestly... Even though my choice wasn't DC, I would definitely not be mad at DC because I would say Chicago. Because when you look at like the history of gang violence and all of that good stuff, and Chicago being such a huge international city with the mixtures of diversity and stuff, I feel like in in comparison to Los Santos, which was of course like a representation of LA, I feel like in terms of being able to create a whole lot of different stories and even incorporate like that three character setup where each of them got their own individual story and they're from different parts of the city and everything like that, I yeah. feel like they could do a good job if they were to base it in Chicago. I could see, like, especially, yeah. especially if they do it in whether it's modern times or even if older they, times. I don't know who I was talking to. I may have been talking to you, Ryan, but if they did Chicago, that opens the area to even throw missions in another country. Canada. They, Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get a mission where you got to sneak somebody off the board. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they could play around with a lot of things. You could even like go across the lake. And I think if you go across the lake in Chicago, it connects to like Detroit or somewhere. You could like, well, the state of Michigan, it connects to the state of Michigan. You could do Michigan to the east of it. You could do Canada to the north. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they can integrate in. That'd be pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. Y'all think they're going to put it on uh, Nintendo? Nintendo Switch. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that Switch will but, <laughs> I'ma say, But I'm going to say this. 
even though Rockstar is separate from this, Microsoft put out an announcement that they are going to release the most popular, the most popular, I'm going to explain why I put that in quotes, the most popular Activision Blizzard IPs. They're going to keep releasing those on PlayStation, and they also want to look into putting them on Nintendo. Mm -hmm. So, if y'all, so, I just want to say this. When I asked if they were going to put GTA 6 on Nintendo, y'all was like, that's going to be too big of a game. What Activision Blizzard properties do you think will be able to fit on a Nintendo Switch? Call of Duty. Do you think Microsoft should even pursue that? The, I could see Call of Duty being on there. The the thing is, the Switch is not physically, from a hardware perspective, as powerful as current-gen consoles. Like, if you look at the Switch, they're putting old games, like old ports. Like, they just put the Ezio collection. And the Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood Revelations are, old, like, 10 years old at this point. I don't think mm-hmm. the Switch could hold, if they make the newest Call of Duty, I don't think it could port Call of Duty, or rather, it would be a bad port. I don't, in some of the quality, the fidelity, something so, would be sacrificed. So you're saying that what you could be saying, and this is what they they could be doing, maybe some of the older Activision properties they might want to throw on Nintendo, because I can easily see Microsoft saying we want to revamp Guitar Hero and you can get it on the Switch. And, and, and Guitar Hero wouldn't be too demanding. Switch. Oh my I bad, Rob. You can't see Guitar Hero? Oh. Why not? They put it on the Wii. Yes, but you had a whole guitar. They can make that an accessory. They can still make the they okay. I they could still make the accessory because when Mario Kart came out, they were making wheel accessories that you just throw the Switch Joy-Con into. So I don't think it would be too much for them to make the controller, the guitar, because when they stopped putting Guitar Hero on Nintendo and they came out with that new Guitar Hero and that new rock band, mm. it was on Xbox and PlayStation 5, and they made a complete... This is not your red, yellow, blue, green. They made a completely different guitar to play the game on PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So I don't think it would... If they wanted to... I don't think it would be too hard for them to make a new guitar that fits mm-hmm. the the Joy-Con. I, I, I'm i not mm. against them pursuing that. They just have to make sure that if they put a game on Switch, it maintains a certain level of quality so that people mm-hmm. can see buying it. Because I would arguably say... But that's, that's why I was saying Guitar Hero, because Guitar Hero is kind of on that level of it went, Just Dance. Like, you can make a Just Dance game, and you don't have to do too much. Yeah. To get people to buy it. You just... What... For me, what gets... If I was to ever buy another Just Dance game, what would get me to buy a Just Dance game is the songs. Yeah. If they come out with a new Guitar Hero game and they got some bangers on that joint, I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny, because I still... I still don't think I I still believe like going back to like our last episode I still believe there's a chance that Xbox at some point will stop putting the exclusives on um other consoles like Activision Blizzard they may maintain some of so them. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. The statement was they would cons- they would be putting the most popular Activision Blizzard IPs on PlayStation. The question is what IPs are they going to be considering the most popular? Because what you might think is the most popular IP 
they might not think it's the popular IP. So then the PlayStation PlayStation users may not be getting yeah. all of the Activision Blizzard games. They're just getting the ones that Microsoft deemed the most popular. What's funny? Which could just be Call of Duty and they don't get nothing else. What's funny? By numbers, Candy Crush is Activision Blizzard's <laughs> most popular <laughs> game. <laughs> like, look at they numbers. Put, they, put can- they put Candy Crush on a PS5. It's a route. Look, but... I coined that's <laughs> I coined this term. The acquisition the acquisition wars are very interesting because I I do y'all remember seeing the news that Sony acquired Bungie, which was yeah. the original developer behind Microsoft's Halo until they separated from Microsoft mm-hmm. Studios. I don't know what these um console pr- producers so, are doing. So So my thing about so my thing about you was about to say something, Ralph? Yeah, I was I was about to say something. You go ahead. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, be quick. My my thing with Sony buying Bungie, I have I see this. I have two different opinions. One, I'm thinking that PlayStation is going to take this company and start making new IPs for PlayStation. Life service. The other thing is that this, I think that I Sony may not be done. That's my that's my other assumption that Sony may not be done buying. Um these different companies. Yeah. This may just been the first in the pile of what they're about to, they about to go Thanos gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And they just got the first one. Mm. My second thing is that after they acquired Bungie, it came out that Sony was going to help Bungie turn some of their franchises into movies. So now it's like, did y'all just buy this company to help them make movies or are y'all about to make games? I can I see them making games. Point. Yeah. Like, I can see them making games, except based on Bungie's history, they make a lot of first-person shooter games. So, so I would say, I would say Sony required Bungie in the case of Microsoft snatching Call of Duty from them. My, my, I don't know if it was a response because of... I feel like you have... These negotiations are like months in advance. I would, I'll give you this. I'm going to give you this on this condition mm-hmm. that when Microsoft started making the moves to acquire Activision Blizzard, word got to Sony and they thought they figured that they need to go acquire something as well, which is why both of those acquisitions release around the same time. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh- also, my rebuttal to the Bungie acquisition, like a lot of people think, oh my gosh, we got the Halo developers. All of the developers that were in Bungie that helped make Halo 1 up to Halo Reach, which was the last one that Bungie worked on, they're not mm-hmm. there anymore. Everybody at Bungie right now is strictly Destiny developers. And one yeah. thing about it, with the movie thing, I don't think that's the only focus, but if you ever seen any of the live-action Destiny trailers, Portia, like when they'll make like some of the marketing ads, I'm pretty sure you saw them, Ralph. Mm-hmm. They were actually like decent quality Definitely, and it yeah. seemed fun, and they did a good job. Like, but I guess the difference, but my rebuttal to that is same thing with movies. The trailer could be top-notch shit, mm-hmm. and you get to the movie and it's top-notch garbage. I I could see them pursuing yeah. something new. Like, it is Sony. They probably just want some more intellectual properties to make movies, especially if Destiny just want to be multiplied anyway. But I do still think the biggest benefit in getting Destiny is Destiny has been a live service game since Destiny 1. 
and live service games, Fortnite, Apex, games that continually update, uh, microtransactions, etc. They're the mm-hmm. trend right now, and every company want to dip their toe into that pool. And the thing is, Sony's biggest IPs are all single-player action-adventure slash role-playing games. So now yeah. they're trying to dip their toe mm-hmm. into that market and make some of that good money for themselves. Because right now, they don't have anything in that. Even Halo Infinite, Microsoft's newest um, game, that's a live-service game. So I feel you. I I just saw it two different ways because of how the news released from each other. The news came out that they acquired Bungie. And then another announcement came out that Sony is going to be helping make some of their franchises movies. Yeah. So then I started kind of questioning the intention of the acquisition. Is it games or is it movies? Or it could be what both of y'all said. It could be both. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say the big question right now would be, once Sony's contract in with Call of Duty, do you think Microsoft may go back on their word? Or do you think they're just going to up the price an arm and a leg for Sony? So this is my answer to that question. I think they only said that it's because they're under investigation for buying Activision. Mm-hmm. I think that they said it to lower the heat. For this investigation because the, the acquisition is huge yeah and we talked about this last episode that if they decided to take all of these ips and just make them microsoft exclusives playstation is going to take a hit yeah and they're going to take a falcon punch to the throat <laughs> and i feel like i until we, I don't think we would ever see anything in writing, but until we get a official announcement they, that they have made, that they have shook hands on it, I think the only reason he said that was to lower the heat on the investigation. And The fact that he even threw Nintendo in it. And, and look, it's the pot is hot right now. Like, even in the court of public opinion, all the fans right now have been in uproar on social media. Oh my gosh, y'all can't make Call of Duty exclusive. What about the money? What about the money? Because every, of course, Call of Duty is like their biggest focus right now. Yeah. But my whole thing is companies go back on their word all the time. And like I used to, mm-hmm. I, I went on the rants about the different tech companies in the last video, but companies go back on their word all the time. They go back on investments all mm-hmm. the time. That's why I said in the last video, I- give it three years and we'll see. I think they're only saying that now because everybody's in a panic. Mm-hmm. What if I can't play Call of Duty on my PlayStation anymore? Right. The pot is hot right now. It, it just the acquisition wars are heated. It's it. You got to wait till everything settled down before you do what you really hey, want. They're getting investigated. The block is hot. They got to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the, the block is hot. I said I would say the yeah. the investigation. It was already an ongoing investigation with with um. Activation Blizzard anyway with mm-hmm. their um you mm-hmm. know previous um shenanigans. shenanigans and things like that so it just it did look kind of weird Microsoft buying them out while that investigation is still ongoing as well mm-hmm. so that could also just be a reason as to you know that investigation has well, those, extended to that. I those think are two just, separate investigations. Just, yeah, that, they're being investigated by the FTC because of how big, how much they paid mm-hmm. for it. And the fact that if, because of what could come out of it, yeah. if they if they complete this acquisition and they formulate these, 
formally decide to make all of AB's IPs Microsoft exclusives. They're take Sony's taking a hit. We know that for sure. And then whoever else was getting money off of Activision Blizzard's properties are taking hits as well. That's why they're being investigated. Right. The FTC tries to prevent monopolization and and their goal is to make sure that when companies make acquisitions like these and big purchases, they're not directly hurting their competitor. It should be I beat my competitor in a natural way, not I buy their um contracts out and all this other stuff to purposely crush them because that doesn't encourage mm-hmm. um the economy to grow. But I I agree with you, Ralph, that the other thing that didn't get as big of an uproar as the Call of Duty thing was Microsoft buying them when that ongoing investigation at Activision Blizzard was going on. Yeah. I've heard some talk about that as well. So I don't think he said that for that investigation, but I will say that there were people talking or questioning Microsoft making this acquisition at the same time that that other investigation, investigation was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what about the other hot news but GTA, on the internet? What else y'all been hearing about? GTA 6 is not the only hot news. <laughs> it's not the only hot news. I would like to say that the past two weeks have been marvelous. I've been seeing things saying that they are about to get released that I didn't think they were being released, things that I was hoping for that are coming to the forefront. Okay, okay. We are not ready for 2022. I don't know who said we were, but we're not. The blur mob ain't. We're not. (laughs) I got three things. I got three things that happened in the past two weeks that I was not ready for. Number one. I may sound like a look here for this, but for those who are watching Our House, the second half of season two is coming back next month. They came back season two and they stopped in like August or September and nobody knew if the series was going was to go come back. There was a big controversy um surrounding if the show was going to come back they had already solidified that there wasn't going to be a full season three that they were going to only have three hour-long episodes for the third season and that was going to be a wrap but on top of that nobody knew when the second season was going to come back but they just announced the other day that our house the second half of season two is coming back march 19th and i am ecstatic okay i'm ecstatic it's one of those shows, um, I think you might like it, Ryan. It is like little, it is little kitty. It's not mature, but it's about a girl who enters this other world where it's like it's witches and monsters and she starts going to school there, learning yeah. how to do magic as a human and navigating their world, navigating the two worlds. Right. And so it's been, it's been pretty interesting to watch. I love it. So what is and they're finally coming back. What is this on right now? Uh Disney Channel. Oh. Uh, okay. Gotta go. It. It's the only show that I watch on Disney Channel at the moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever the watched Second that. thing um is I if you have Disney Plus, you can watch the first season. I don't know if they put the first half. They did put the first half of the second season on Disney Plus as well. Yeah. So if you got Disney Plus, you can watch 
the first season in the first half of the second season. Okay. I had to add that to my list. So it's it's it is Little Kitty because it's it's Disney Channel. But it's a fun watch and um it's a it's it's a good storyline. It's it's a very it's a very good storyline. Huh. I won't give too much away since Ralph said he's gonna put it on his list. Second thing on my list, they dropped the trailer for the second half of Young Justice. For those who have been listening to the Blurred Mob since 2021, you may have recalled that I said that the second half of Young Justice season four, the second half of it, was going to make or break the season for me because of what happened with Young Justice season three. They released the trailer for it, and it's looking pretty damn good. They brought my boy back. Dark Side is coming. Nice. Dark Side is coming. Now, if they continue with the momentum that they started in the first half of this season, the second half is about to go stupid. And if, with them bringing Dark Side back, I hope they do a good job. I, mm, it's going to be nasty. It's going to make or break the season for me. But we got a glimpse at Aqualad, who is now Aquaman. We, have, we got a look at Atlantis. We got a look at Nightwing. We got to look at Zatanna as Dr. Fate. Um, I'm just saying, I don't want to give too much away for those who haven't caught up yet, but this second half of this season is going to make or break it for me. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Okay. The last thing for me is the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. They have been talking about this for a while, that this was it was coming. But they've officially thrown a date on it for May 25th, 2022, which would make the 45th anniversary of the first Star Wars movie, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Now, before the Star, the Star Wars fans are about to get me, I need to catch up on The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. So don't. Holler at me because I ain't watched the rest of the Star Wars series. I'm getting there. Like I said, the Marvel shows of 2021 had me in the chokehold. So I'm trying to expand and watch other stuff. Let me get there. But the thing that set it off for me for the Obi-Wan, I like Obi-Wan as a character. So if they make a series about him, yeah, I'm watching it. They're also bringing back Hayden, can't remember his Hayden C, for the fact that I don't want to mess up his last name. And he is the actor from the star wars prequel series episodes one two and three who play anakin skywalker aka darth vader okay and they have filled some scenes between him and obi-wan that are expected to be in the series so i'm excited i'm gonna catch up on the rest of star wars shows don't beat me up please put your (laughs) your lightsabers back in the hill please please put your force lightning away Put your force chokes. Put all of that away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to catch up before the Kenobi series comes out. But I was very interested on whether they were going to see this Kenobi series through or not. So those three announcements, I I am ecstatic. Mm -hmm. This face is my ecstatic face. (laughs) I would say all the Star Wars fans is going to give you until next episode. To say you watched everything, right? They gonna be- next episode, yeah. y'all y'all just gonna have to come get me. <laughs> y'all, just gonna have to come, y'all gonna have to come get me. They're gonna be like, we know you. We, we all record every other week. You got it, right? 
what you got what you got Look, in the, between um, all the other stuff between all the other stuff I'm watching and all of the I Look, if I sit down a weekend and watch it, y'all got me. I'll give y'all that. But I want to say, do not hold me to the expectation that I watch all this stuff by next episode. Because y'all just going to have to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, what fell on your radar? Um, I would have to say, in the past two weeks, um, I really ain't been really paying attention to a lot. But I would have to say, mm-hmm. the things that I'm looking forward to. Number one would have to be Batman because it's falling on my birthday, so I have to go see okay. it. Okay. So you you got your tickets already? I'm getting them today, actually. All right, all right. Okay, let's do it, Bizarre. Let's <laughs> do it. Bizarre. Mine too. All right, so y'all want to buy my ticket then? Oh, keep going. You keep know going, what, Ralph? J- no, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm give it to you because it's your birthday. If you send me the movie theater you want to go go to, and the price for the tickets, I'll reimburse you. Happy birthday! Yay! That's a good friend. We're charitable out here you on the see, blurred you, mob. You see your you see your fellow co-host didn't want to do it. I'm right, broke. he didn't he say didn't a word. Why you broke? Why you broke? But say why you broke. Say why you broke. Say I, it. I got so say many why trips you broke. Planned with my amazing <laughs> friends like you guys, and I wanted to get my ticket. <laughs> And my plane tickets and everything purchased so that I could see y'all. <laughs> and I paid off all of those trips. That's not, that ain't that's why not what broke. I wanted you to say. That's why I'm broke. That's not what I wanted that you to why say. You that's broke. why I'm broke, though. That ain't why you broke. That's okay. Deep. I'm going to let them have it. We're going to we gonna get to it March. When's our episode in March? You got to get to it then. Don't worry about it. You got to finish, you gotta finish it. your answer. We're going to come back to you. No. I would say... I would say I am excited for Batman. Um, even though I do have some, I'm gonna really say worries, but since they are doing a a different origin thing of mm-hmm. you know veering off from the original story of you know Batman's parents dying and him going through all this stuff, it, it's gonna be interesting to see how they make it different. Even even I with agree. even with um. Dang, I forgot the man's name. Robert, Robert, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson playing it. It's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. And plus, the, I definitely agree. Yeah, and plus the um, the director already said, you know, for people that's not gonna like the movie, it's gonna pe- it's gonna be the people that have not really watched Robert Patterson's uh, roles and stuff, and the people that do like the movie is actually gonna be the people that actually paid attention to his roles and things in his movie. So. It could be split when it comes to the movie. Despite popular belief, like when I actually look into Robert, he is a solid actor. It's just the characters for Twilight were not mm-hmm. that well written. But as an actor, I've only seen Robert job. Patterson. I didn't watch Twilight, but the only other role that I've seen Robert Patterson play is Cedric Diggory. Yeah. And, and with him having a minor role him being in it he because i've read goblet of fire and the cedric diggory that was in the book and the cedric diggory that he played i didn't feel like they were too far off mm-hmm. I, I i feel like i guess it would depend i think i guess for me if we want to go with with ralph's statement from the director of how we see robert patterson i would just want to say 
it would be interesting to see his take on the character. Because if I had to compare, let's go Jared Leto and the take he took on the Joker. Right. And I absolutely it. hated it. Wait, the Joker from the <laughs> Wait, Jared Leto Wait. the Joker. Wait, that's the Joker? No, Jared Leto's Joker from Suicide Squad. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, tattoos. I don't know these actors' names. I, I thought you were talking about... I, I, used to... I see. I don't know their names. We was about to have a problem. No, 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 no. We were going to have a problem. We're here, we're here. You were going to have to explain yourself. I was there, but now we're here. Keep going. We're, we're here now. I, what's, the joke, what's the Joker actor's name? Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix. That's who I thought, you know. My bad. You don't talk. You're you're on a five minute timeout. <laughs> I was gonna say, dang, sir, you the first person on this show to get a five minute timeout though. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I would say the next thing that I am excited for and something I've seen recently was one of the um Doctor Strange posters, Smart Show the Madness. I mean, multiverse of madness. March. March of, I'm, th- uh-huh. I'm thinking of March Madness for that for man basketball. think of future of March nah, I'm, Madness. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> basketball right now. I need to get that out of my head. But yeah. multiverse of madness, they did have a poster where it was three Doctor Strangers, and they all looked hey. different. So I'm hey. like, I'm, I'm like, who is this third variant right now? Like, who, who hey, is this? Let's get into it. I'm with you, Ralph, because when we saw the trailer, you remember when the trailer came out after Spider-Man No Way Home? We only saw two. two. So who is this third? They popped out with this. Hey. Like, hey. like how 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 is this how is this going to connect? Is he is he like, okay, if I were to take a wild guess right now on who this third Doctor Strange could be, I would say it would have to be somebody from Iron Man's um, you know, from the not Tom Hanks. The t- the Tom. Yeah, Cruise, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Iron Man. It could be from his universe. I give you that. I guess a question on top of your question is just how many universes are they going to be exploring? Because the other rumor that's been circling around is that Wanda and Jean Grey are supposed to have it out, so they're going to be touching some X Men universe. Yeah. The question is, at this point, is how many universes are they going to be touching? That third Doctor Strange caught me by surprise. That did. That definitely caught me by surprise. Like, I don't I don't know where he's going to fit in, honestly. I don't know where he's going to be. How is he going to come into play? What's going to be his role into, into you know, the, the fight or whatever happens at the end of the movie? Like, that... That's a good yeah. question. That's a good question. I will say that caught me off guard. That did. Um, gosh, what would the past two weeks? I would have to say, I would have to say just me gearing up for another season of Alice in Borderland. I love the show. Oh, I'm, they're bringing out another season. Yes. And bringing out another season of that. Yes. So I don't know if you guys watched this on Netflix, but there was a Netflix series that I like called Russian Doll. And they're releasing a season two for that. Okay. And I didn't know they were I didn't know they were even producing a second series. What is that? So So Russian Doll, um 
I don't know the actress name, but if you guys have ever watched Orange is the New Black, the actress that played Nikki, the redhead. I never watched Orange is the Not New Black. Not red. But her she also played in Orange is the New Black. I can't remember her name right now, but it's a story about a woman who and it's one of you guys know like it's like Happy Death Day, mm-hmm. but better. Where when she dies, she keep she keeps restarting the day that she died for it to end differently. Hmm. But she keeps dying in different ways. And then she finds out. Then her storyline merges with this other guy who's also been dying and restarting the same day over and over. Mm-hmm. So then they start working together to find out how do they break out of this loop or why are they in this loop. And as they keep repeating this day, they're learning more stuff about other characters um, in their surroundings, more things about themselves, etc. It was interesting to watch. It came out a couple years ago, which is why I was surprised that they were releasing a season two. Because I watched this back in college. Oh, okay. This series has been out for a while. Hmm. But I didn't, I, but... Back to your thing, Ralph. I didn't know they were making an Alice in Borderlands season two. Yeah. Um, the way, if you, if for those that have not seen Alice in Borderlands season one, episode three is what got me to to be like, okay, what's going to happen next? Because episode mm-hmm. three alone, it it completely shocked me. I was in distraught. I'm in the straw. If Portia, have you seen it? Have you watched it? You had me and um another friend of ours watch a couple episodes. I did. I want to say we made it to episode three. Yeah, and I think that's where we stopped at too. So episode three. So I I might I think I know what you're talking about there. Yeah the the ending of episode three. That was mm-hmm. that was that was what got me hooked. Of like, okay, we we here now because. <laughs> Anybody can okay. die in this movie or even in this series at all. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to carry it for season two. Okay. okay. Ryan, I would I would very much want you to watch it too, to get your opinion. It's just always so funny when I look at how different our interests are. Because <laughs> it's like, we get... Like not, like, not... Of course, we're not down to nobody's, but, like, for us to have, like, very similar interests, we also got very different. Because Ralph always names like stuff that I've, like not the first two obviously, but you always name stuff that I'm like, let me look into that because I have not heard of that. That has not been on my radar. Mm-hmm. But okay. So what's on your radar? Because you asked the question, you know. Yeah, you real knows. What's yours? You know the post I, I am a dirty Android user. So number one, the Samsung Galaxy S22 comes out February 25th. Very excited. I'm gonna wait two to three months so I can buy it on sale. Cause I'm not paying full price for these thousand dollar phones, <laughs> um, and I and I want the ultra, which starts off very very high, and I'm already broke, so no, not doing that. Um, that's my number one, but number two, you know, I'm a, I I love my anime, and one of my favorites, one of our friends at um another channel actually put me on the Rising of Shield Hero, season two has been announced for April 2022. One of my favorite isekais mm-hmm. is I saw that. It's up there. I've y- y'all know I've talked about Shield Hero. It is up there. It is up there for the folks who watch like Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. If you like reincarnate as a slime, sword art, 
it's it's up there in terms of like top isekais and i'm so excited i almost went in tears when i saw the trailer because i'm like i've been waiting on this um y'all know i'm going through mm. my manga phases where i'm trying to buy the manga i actually want um the light novels for shield hero so that's my number two number three number three amazon's lord of the rings the rings of power comes out september 2nd 2022 thus i've seen some images it looks amazing. And through the rise of all these fantasy, high fantasy, live action adult films, you know, we've seen Game of Thrones. We've seen The Witcher. I know like House of Dragon is coming out this year. And I want to see can Amazon compete in this arena, especially House of Dragon coming out this year, correct, Portia? Yeah, yeah I don't know when, but I want to say... Because they haven't said anything now, I'm expecting probably a fall release on that. Mm-hmm. I I want to see. I Lord of the Rings grew up on it, kind of next to like Harry Potter and a few other um franchises and um Underworld. Lord of the Rings was one of those for me. The Hobbit series was dope. Mm-hmm. They've made like that Shadows of Mordor game, like the the Lord of the Rings, a lot of lore, high fantasy, mature themes. I want to see Amazon do this series justice. I want to see if they can really like compete against Netflix and um HBO Max and all of them with this type of series. I mm-hmm. I am willing to say I have higher expectations for it over House of the Dragon. I I, I honestly I I I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> Let's get into I gotta it. Say it. I, <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that. But shoot me. I will say this. I will. Okay. Let's. I will say this is that. I agree. I think that Amazon made a good move to make a Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. One, the Lord of the Rings already has previous content that they can pull from. Two, the Lord. I didn't grow up on the Lord of the Rings. My dad liked the movies, but Lord of the Rings does have a large fan base. So, and with all of the the things that we've seen, like how they've executed Game of Thrones, The Witcher, and all of these other high fantasy live actions, they are working with some good stuff to make to take this over the top. They so I will give you that. Do I think that this might top House of the Dragon? This is that's a good question. I for me, for House of the Dragon, one same thing. They have previous content. Mm-hmm. The storyline from House of the Dragon is already has already been written. It's a book. Two, they cannot make this bad. They can't. They, they, they cannot no make this bad. From how the reaction to season eight, and then you had the audacity to come back <laughs> with another Game of Thrones series, you cannot make this bad. I think the other thing that House of the Dragon has is that who's it's focused on, the Targaryens and their rule, which is something that we did not get in Game of Thrones. We saw how we got a little bit of ruling, but we more so saw how Targaryens conquer. Right. But we also got it from a perspective of a Targaryen that did not grow up in Westeros that did not have that regal influence, which would be in House of the Dragon. So we're exploring the Targaryens and we're exploring their lifestyle in Westeros. So do I, it would be, 
Interest, I am planning to watch Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. But it would be interesting to see if, especially if House of the Dragon is going to release at that same time. It is going to be interesting to see which one comes out on top as far as storyline, characters. We can throw special effects in there. Okay. And just the in the overall feel of the show itself and the creativity. I'm in, I'm interested. Yeah, I can see that. But my but my vote my vote is House of the Dragon. Ralph break the tie. We'll see what Emma we'll see we'll see what Amazon talking about. But my my vote is House of the Dragon. Amazon see. been pushing some heat. Amazon been pushing <laughs> some heat. Yeah. Live action heat though. I some series you probably wouldn't care for, but like Reacher, Jack Ryan, Without Remorse, those more action oriented. They Amazon got some heat. Like folks be sleep on Prime Video now. Okay. It's some it's some okay. heat. I could mm-hmm. now I'll give I'll give them animation because of Invincible and what they've been doing with the Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. I'll give them animation. A- Am- Amazon is, I feel like they really coming with that heat. And now we're gonna have okay. three ongoing fantasy better. series once these two come out because you we'll see. The Witcher gotta make their next few seasons too. Yeah, we'll see. Ralph break our time. We will see. You know how we do. Oh my god. You don't gotta break it, Ralph. <laughs> you don't gotta break it. No, you don't fine. have to break it. We gonna we we just we gonna let this ongoing beef brew between me and <laughs> we gonna Ryan. let it marinate. We gonna let it marinate. <laughs> we gonna let it marinate. And like, so I have a number four. I have a number four of hottest. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct yes. wait went down. Wait wait. wait. Ryan, wait. Ryan and Food called wait. it. I just want us to say Ryan and Food called it. I'm about wait. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. But Nintendo Direct went down Wednesday, February 9th. First thing, I want to throw that out there. If you follow the Blurred Mob on Twitter, at the Blurred Mob, you would have saw that me and when Nintendo Direct got announced, me and Ryan, we put it out there that we wanted to see Mario Strikers. It was Mario Strikers and Mario Baseball to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mario Strikers is coming back, baby. We called it. We called it. I just want to <laughs> go through my reaction. So we're sitting there. We're watching Nintendo Direct. They're throwing out some stuff. <laughs> Wasn't the friends? We were all on Discord. Some of the games that were putting out, some people were excited for, but I wasn't that in, impressed at the moment. Let's talk about how this scene played out. We have two parts of the soccer field. Coming together. I already knew what was about to go down when I saw that green field in the yes, middle. Ma'am. I was run, run, run. <laughs> Strikers came. I yelled, back. bro. And I just want to let y'all know that we called it. I yelled, bro. We called it. I yelled, bro. We called it. Mario Strikers Battle League drops June 10th. It's fifty nine ninety nine. You can go ahead and pre-order it in the Nintendo store. I haven't yet. But you can if you want to. But I just want to, I, this is why I'm excited for Mario Strikers. This is because if they are bringing back Mario Strikers, the baseball game is not there too far There we off. go. Yeah. There we go. They are about to finish, they are about to finish the gauntlet. You know what? Come here. And Mario. <laughs> not you grabbing the gauntlet. They are about, they are about to finish the gauntlet. <laughs> and folks sleep, because them Mario sports games, even a, I, baseball and soccer are some of their two best ones, but they did a really good job with that tennis. 
I heard the golf wasn't that good, but they did a great job with tennis, I, and I'm looking yeah. forward to um strikers, bro. I'm looking. Forward. I like the tennis striker was the best. I like one. the tennis one. Super sluggers. I I feel like y'all sleep on Mario Super Sluggers that came out on Wii. That is a monster. That is a monster. And whatever they have planned for the Switch, y'all not ready for it. Look, I don't know why I didn't play Super Sluggers on the Wii, but I definitely played the one on GameCube, the first one, and I absolutely The one on loved GameCube it. was a classic. I absolutely the, loved, the one it. On... loved it. GameCube, GameCube is a classic, but Super Sluggers? Yeah. It's a monster. Ralph, vouch for me, boy. You came over my house and we played Super Sluggers. You cannot say that it's not a monster. We did. It was fun. All that I, I still I still enjoyed Strikers a little bit more than Super Sluggers. I feel you. I feel you. Strike. Folks like soccer. It's a little bit more aggressive. You. It is more aggressive. I feel you. Soccer is very touchy. Baseball is just swing. <laughs> but super, but if we want to right, but if we want to talk about Super Mario baseball games as a whole, Super Sluggers was a monster. Mhm. Now, me me and Fuku both hyped up about this that, but I think the only thing, I think that was one game that I was the only one hyped up for and Switch announced their Switch Sports. And I'm a little excited. I... So, I would give them this. I would give Switch a couple things with Switch Sports. I feel like they were going to have to come out with a Switch Sports anyway, just because of how much mm-hmm. Wii Sports was a hit. Yeah. Um, I would also give it to them that they, I guess the design of it, if you've seen the trailer for Switch Sports, it it's refreshing. We don't have like these weird looking me's. Mm-hmm. Floating around everywhere with these nubs. If you're playing baseball, <laughs> you got nubs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging like this. <laughs> but I think I think this would it I guess it was refreshing to see Switch Sports release because when the Wii came out, the biggest thing was Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Mario Party, Mario Kart and Wii Sports were maybe one of the first three games that I got on Wii. Mm-hmm. So they've already been releasing Mario Party on Switch. Mario Kart 8 is living forever. And just to see Switch Sports complete that three, it was refreshing to see a comeback. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of the Wii Sports, but I know how much enjoyment my my parents got to be able to participate in a game. Because of the games that they had in there. Like, I'm playing Mario Kart and stuff. My dad would play it with me. But him, watching him do, like, bowling and boxing and stuff like that, I've, it's bring it's bringing in that audience, it's bringing back that audience that would play the game because of this type, this type of gameplay. Yeah. They bring him back the sit on the couch and play with your family on Thanksgiving game, essentially. Yeah. Right. And, and one thing about it, which is kind of like my little theory on it, seems like Switch Sports is going to get ongoing support. I was a little disappointed that the boxing game wasn't on there, but they added a game. I forgot the official name for it, but it's we in Wii Sports Resort. It was called Sword Play Mode. They got um a variation of that in Switch Sports, and they also got like Badminton and a few others. 
but they announced mm-hmm. that golf would come in the fall. So I don't know if golf was one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, we wanted to put it out, but we just ain't have time to. Or is that a sign that more sports will be added over time, i.e. boxing or even I and a few others? I I think more sports are coming. I think what they did with Switch Sports is that they combined Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort mm-hmm. into one. So if they are trying to keep bringing in that nostalgia of both games, I think they just put out, this is the MVP for the minimal viable product for them to put out Switch right. Sports. And then more DLCs are going to be coming out to complete the game. So with golf being the first one, I agree with you. We might be getting a boxing DLC. They just haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. I can also see volleyball too. Well, volleyball is in. Volleyball is in the. So oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we. So volleyball, bowling, tennis, badminton, and some other stuff is included in and, the original copy of the game. And they got soccer, but it's not Mario Striker soccer. It's actually like. Mm-hmm. Put your Joy-Con on your hip. Well, that's coming as an update where you can put uh, it on your leg and yeah. actually kick with it and everything else. That's nice. Folks are going to break their TVs. Yeah, that's it's about to be the week. It's about to, it's about to be the week all over again. <laughs> we sports boxing both TVs. Of, and, no, we, that and we sports bowling. Yeah. Bro, yeah. Because you remember before you remember before every game, they would tell you to tighten the strap, the, the strap mm-hmm. on your wrist. So many people did not listen to that and was throwing <laughs> controllers in exactly their TV. Right. <laughs> exactly, bro. And and another thing, I know like Nintendo announced that Mario Kart 9 is in development, but they also dropped that um 48 map, like ongoing DLC, and like they're going to release eight at a time to a total of like 48 tracks for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, mm-hmm. revamped and all of that. For them to not yep. drop Mario Kart 9, but say they're bringing 48 maps to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and it's only $25, listen. That's not a bad deal. Look, that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I'm not upset. I'm not upset that they released it because two things came with that announcement. Before Nintendo Direct, they had announced that Mario Kart 9 was in active development. The other announcement that came after Nintendo Direct was that this Mario Kart 8 DLC is supposed to last us until the end of 2023, which means Nintendo Direct 2024 Mario Kart 9 could be coming. There we go. They it's hold, they're using it to hold us over. And you know what? I'm not mad at it because of where they're pulling the tracks from. Mario Kart 64. Duck. Double Dash, mm-hmm. Mario Kart Wii, the mobile game, Mario Kart Tour. All the, that I DS? saw Mar- I, Mario Kart DS. I saw Mario Kart DS. I think I saw some of the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. Mario Kart games on there. So let's talk about the forty-eight tracks that they already have, and with half of those forty-eight tracks were already being pulled from multiple games. So now you're adding forty-eight more tracks pulled from multiple games on top of that. That's ninety-six tracks yeah, in one game and they're not and they're not releasing them all at the same time they're releasing two cups per wave it, 
it's basically Mario Kart Ultimate. Like how they did Smash Bros. Ultimate of every character. It's Mario Kart Ultimate. And Pretty I like it. It's no longer like this this it's no longer Mario it's no longer Mario Kart 8. It's Mario Kart Infinity. <laughs> Mario Kart Infinity. <laughs> Infinity and Love beyond. Mario Kart from Infinity into Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, bro. I like it. But I'm excited. I'm I'm not mad at it. I think I would have been upset had they tried to overcharge for the DLC. Yeah. But Paying $24.99 and I'm just continuously getting these wave updates. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially with the knowledge that Mario Kart 9 is coming. Mm-hmm. It seems like so, they're trying to get me to buy this Switch. You, honestly. Ralph, I, I, honestly, Ralph, I want you to get a Switch so bad. I do. If- because I I will give you this. When the Switch first came out, we were all in college and it was easy for us to all come together and play the Switch. Like at at one point you didn't have to have a Switch. For us, you didn't have to have a Switch. Because we all had one. I had one, Ryan had one, all of us had one. All you had to do was have a controller and come over, plug your thing in, and you yeah, add exactly. it. But I will also put it as that when the Switch came out, I want to say the only two games that I had, only three games I had on the Switch was Let's Go Pikachu, Smash Brothers, and Mario Kart. I know our other friends were buying a whole ton of other games, but if we just want to talk, for me, I didn't have a lot of games starting off with. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable if you didn't feel like you wanted to buy a Switch because you didn't feel like you were going to have a lot of games to play. But right now, big dog... You need to go ahead and buy that switch. <laughs> go ahead. You need to go ahead and buy that switch. Now, I will say there's a chance that they may make like they're actually going to make like a next gen, not a next gen switch, but like you know how most consoles they do like a little slim version, updated version, like better processing yeah. and everything. A lot of people are mm-hmm. banking that that switch is coming out. In my opinion, by the time Mario Kart Nine gets announced. Honestly, honestly, probably Mario Kart it. Nine or and or the baseball game, whichever comes first. By the time those games get announced, I, if the Switch, if the new Switch ain't came out yet, get you a Switch because those games are going to be heat. I agree, with Ryan, and I would also say that with Mario Kart Eight, Mario Kart Nine might be a release title for this new Switch because I can see that right now. If you do try to buy a Switch. You can buy it by itself, or you can get the Mario Kart 8 bundle. Right. And if they want to go for that again, I can see Mario Kart 9 being a release title for a new Switch. I can yeah. see that as well. I agree. I agree. And that'll be a good deal, so, too. I might buy it and sell my current but, Switch. <laughs> but it, it depends. It depends on if you want to wait or not. If you want to do what Ryan said and you want to wait, by all means, you can wait. But if you want one right now i would say now's the time Mm -hmm. strikers is dropping in june the mario kart dlc is dropping march 18th Mm -hmm. so that's coming that's coming next month and switch sports drops in april and i don't know if you're in a kirby they got to announce the kirby game as well i'm not in kirby can we talk about (laughs) kirby Kirby. turning can we talk about kirby talking into turning into that car of course look that didn't i didn't see it and and, i didn't see it 
And the thing, and Ryan, the thing is called mouthful mode. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was kind of funny. Like when I saw it, it was just awkward. I was, I cringed a little. I was like, oh so I goodness. was like, so Kirby a car. And then I see these tweets. And the memes on Twitter have been hilarious. But I was like, what? And they called it mouthful mode. Oh. The one where Kirby was a car and Batman it, stood next to it that you sent into our group chat. That was funny. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was funny. I I think I might get Kirby too. I had I played I had a Kirby DS game. I don't remember the exact name, but I had a Kirby DS game and I did like that. That is the last time Kirby I played game. Kirby too. It is. I think I might get this Kirby game. Hmm. I've never Whenever I finish Pokemon. It, so Ralph Kirby is Kirby. Like, I've good. watched Kirby. It's yeah, I've, I've never played Kirby. Kirk Kirby was fun. Kirby is... It was one of those games for like if you was on Nintendo, like you got Zelda, you got Mario slash Kart, you got Smash Bros and all that. But Kirby was one of those mm-hmm. games that I don't want to say it's a hidden gem because we all know about Kirby, but it was solid. It was always solid. It was. I I remember enjoying the Kirby games so. Yeah. The reason I want to get it on the Switch is because I have a lot of games. I've played a lot of games on Game Boy that are re-releasing on the Switch that I played, but I didn't fully understand what I was playing. Pokemon is a very big game for me. But playing it on the Switch and being older, I understand. I have a better appreciation for the game playing it older on the Switch than what I did when I had it on Game Boy. So I, I'm gonna get this Kirby game. I'm gonna consider it depending gonna on what it. else drop. I'm gonna consider it. I don't I don't know if I'll get it when it first comes out, mm-hmm. but it may just be one of those days where I want another game. Oh yeah, Kirby was on my list. Let me go buy Kirby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, but we ain't, we ain't ready for 2022, bro. It's a lot of I, stuff happening. I was not ready for I was not ready for all these announcements. I was not. Like we we made I was not. We made that what we expected for 2022 um post like I'm a few to, episodes back. Yo, and it gotta get updated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I wanna say this right quick. I got snubbed. I got snubbed. Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League is no longer releasing 2022. They pushed it back to 2023. I got snubbed. So, which makes Forspoken my number three spot for top games of 2022. But I just want to say I was snubbed. I was heartbroken. (laughs) I was sad. You got Euphoria season three got announced though. (laughs) Right. It did. Like that's Bad it news did. with I some guess, good news. You know, trade off. Look, I'm all of the other good news that I said, I it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. But I was upset because I got snubbed. I did. I would say at least we still have Hogwarts, supposedly, that's gonna be releasing. They say it's on they track. They said that's still on track now. So they said it's on track. I need me another trailer Do though. Not. I need me another trailer. I need another trailer. Same. Same. To confirm that. <laughs> right. <I'm really laughs> like, like <laughs> give me some reassurance. <laughs> at least give me a month that I can expect this, you know. That's that. But 
that's all the time we have for today, boys. So, Ralph, go ahead and lead us out. All right. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at The Blurred Mob. And make sure you guys, you can catch us on Facebook at searching The Blurred Mob Podcast. Or you can find us on Instagram at The Blurred Mob Pod. So, with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. See y'all on the next episode. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand 10 toes down, shot they ain't no looking mad. Hey, don't look at mad. You can let them haters hate. When they answer where I'm smiling, I just tell them life's great.